the Bengals, I they so they're Wildcats. They're they not. Suck. They, they, they suck. Yeah. What what is what's going on here? They, they're it, it's a damn shame Chris isn't on this podcast right now. He he had, he'd have to answer to what is going on there because the offense is stale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you know about Benchmark? They're speaking the facts that you wanna hear. They rip a jersey, the vision is clear. Diamonds glisten like a chandelier. You know what I'm here for, like Michelle Lynch. It clutch time, we do not flinch. Real brothers, we do not switch. Hit home runs with the right pitch. Who run the city? What to do when they're hating on you? I feel like Kobe 2010. Taking an L, all I need is a win. This is business, you know how they go. They playing the seats, now it's time to grow. Tune in now, gotta be in the know. Showtime, bitch, my butter blow. We know. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 213. Episode 213 right here. We have a lot to talk about. We learned everything from the NFC East. We're going to touch on some of our NBA award predictions because the NBA season is around the corner. We, of course, is going to talk about some of our takeaways from week five, looking ahead to week six. That's everything that you have to look forward to in this episode. And you already know, make sure you subscribe, like, share with any and everybody, the Bitch Mob ENT podcast. Greg, Mr. Hot Takes, the Bates and Mother Sins Mayor, New York Giants 4-1. How are you doing tonight? Been good, feeling better, man. Giants 4-1 beating the Packers in London. Man, that was such a good win that I put, I put a post on LinkedIn about it. That's how good that win was. Now you see, you see on my LinkedIn page is a video, it's a video, it's an iconic picture of Saquon doing a little finger roll after he scored a touchdown. Oh man, that that is something. I I, I don't want to go off my soapbox, but I'm feeling good, man. I'm on cloud nine. Four and one. Four and one, man. Woo. Crazy. My Dale Jones. <laughs> Dale Jones. Jets, Jets, Jets. Three and two Jets. Your team is off to a good start this year. It's not looking too bad in your prediction. Y'all might be able to pull it off. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, you know. It's always fun when you're going into Monday with a, a victory. As Greg Greg was, you know, just celebrating. So shout out to the New York teams. I'm not hating. I'm just I'm, I'm sharing love and praise. There's no room to hate. What would you even say? <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. So, we got the Giants 4-1, the Cowboys 4-1, the Eagles are 5-0. The last time that three NFC East teams all made the playoffs was 2007, which I'm sure Greg remembers. Number one seed was Dallas at 13-3. The number five seed was the New York Giants at 10-6. Number six seed was the 9-7 at the time, Washington Redskins that year the New York football giants won the Super Bowl. Is this the year that we're seeing again, three NFC East teams making the playoffs? You it's gotta possible. feel like it's, yeah, right? You gotta feel like it's possible. Like Miles just said, it, 
it, it certainly feels possible. I mean, you got if you're the Giants, if you're the Cowboys, you got four in your back pocket. The Cowboys have four in their back pocket without their starting quarterback. I mean, that's that's hard to do. So they almost feel like a lock. And then all again, the, the NFC East, I think the thing I'm we're not people aren't mentioning enough to me is that you know, they all have a reduce an easier schedule. I mean, we're not playing the greatest teams in the world. Like, so I, and that's across the board. So some some people, the Giants have a very easy schedule, like no secret about it. The the Cowboys and, and Eagles have a bit of a harder one, but at the same time, like having four and five wins at this point in the season, it's, it's, it would take a collapse. It would take a collapse to not make it. So if you've got good coaching, if you got it, uh, you can stay injury free. You got a good chance to make it. I think all three of those teams can make the playoffs. I think it's very likely. You look at the rest of the NFC in general is not the strongest. Um, I, there's no team that's really daunting out there. The Buccaneers are not who they once were. Um, the, the Niners, Jimmy Garoppolo's uh, flaws are showing a bit more. I still think they're a very well coached team. That's gonna when it's, when the time is right, they'll they'll frown into shape. I do think that, uh, but they're not throwing the ball to Kittle, and then Ayuk is not really involved in the passing game just because Garoppolo's just not getting to his reads. Ayuk gets open, he doesn't get it to him. Um, but again, you know, long story short, with that because we can we can I can dissect that all day. The NFC is not as strong as it once was. It's not. I mean, it, there's a lot of room for teams to get in. If the Lions had turned the corner for real, they could have gotten in. They 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 didn't. So, uh, I think there's room for all three of those teams to get in. I think they eventually will, which is really cool. And, and no one saw it coming. I, I sure as heck didn't see it coming. So, um, damn, it's cool. We'll, we'll get into more, hopefully, more granular, more like specific conversation about these teams. But I think all three can make it in. I don't know, Miles. What do you think? Um, well, it's possible. Like you said, Giants have an easy schedule, so they should be able to get to the eight-win total. Eight, eight. eight was – yo, the price went up. Eight was when I, I thought that this was like <laughs> like good coaching and, you know, you're going to get get by on vibes. It, it could get ten. We could get ten wins, man, because <laughs> if it goes six All and right, six – we, we got 2021, Greg, back in the building. I, I, the coaching, I, I'm telling you, man, you can get 10 wins with this team. I'm just, I'm just, I think nine is like the floor for what this team could. I, I think they'll get five more wins at least. I really believe that, which is remarkable. And it also puts the team in a very hard position because how do you get, how do you walk with Daniel Jones after that? Like, how do you do that? Also, you know what I mean? I was so, talking to a Giants fan after church and she said the same thing. If we keep winning, you end up keeping Daniel Jones, possibly signing him back. And that long-term really might not be the answer. He's playing well. He seems improved. Y'all don't really have weapons around him. So maybe he could be the long-term answer with some weapons. But I I know a couple of Giants fans that are happy, but like, dang, we're winning. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, it's funny because is is there any quarterback? Look, the – the 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 uh the Bryce Young and the 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 CJ Stroud right like those guys are good those guys are really good are we definitively sure they're the they're gonna be NFL superstars is the question I don't know like you'd rather win you'd rather win all the Giants fans that listen to the podcast you'd rather win I I I'm so sick and tired of losing losing it wasting another season come on like how much more of it can you take you you know like I, I I'm not a loser. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not a loser. I like to win things. I like to, I like to win a lot. It's all I care about, honestly. So I, I, I'm glad they're winning games. And 
you have the right coach in place. You have a franchise franchise tackle, left tackle. You have um, a great edge rusher in Kayvon Thibodeau, who's been playing really good for really high-level football. Dexter Lawrence is taking a, a pro, pro Bowl leap. I mean, he's amazing. He's got the most QB hits outside of – actually, funny enough, good boy on the other side of town, Quinn Williams and him have the most QB hits from any interior D lineman in the league. So they're, they're right there. I mean, look – Daniel Jones has never been the biggest problem Giants have. It's been very deceptive. I've told people, if you can look over the numbers, I mean, even now, he's having his best pro season as a pro, and it's not his best statistical season in terms of touchdown throws, but he's just making big plays. He's got the most um, uh, fourth quarter uh, final drives in the league. He's got three. No one else has more than him. Uh, game-winning drives. No one has more than Daniel Jones. He, he He's done that. So, you got to run it back. You got to run it back with dude. You got to see where it can go. Dayball is a, clearly a quarterback whisperer. It's, schematically, they've done things to make him better than I'm seeing. Now, I don't want to nerd out on the podcast, but I'm seeing it because it's not a Giants podcast. That's fine. Um, so I won't do that. But they're doing things that are making him better. And, and you can see it every Sunday. It shows itself. The guy, they're taking advantage of what he does really, really well. And they're going to keep on building out the playbook. And they're, they're so creative. They're going to keep on adding. And Saquon's having an MVP-type season. Saquon's the best offensive player in football that isn't a quarterback right now. That's, that's, that's how good he is right now. So, yeah, man, it's all, I know it's all rosy right now, but the wins are there. So, yeah, you, you can justify bringing that guy back. You can. And it's not a bad thing. It's not. It really isn't. Looking at their schedule, they have five out of the 12 games left, five teams that the Giants are facing that right now currently – have actual winning records to put that out there for perspective. They got Baltimore who has a winning record. They play Philly twice, of course. They play Dallas. Yeah. And Minnesota has a winning record. Those are the only teams that they play with a winning record. As of right now, the Giants are number two in the rushing attack, 179 yards per game. Number 12 defensive in yards allowed per game. Obviously, in this situation, looking at the three teams we mentioned, I think it would have to go in this order, Philly, Dallas, then New York as the best teams in that in that division. Philly, what can you say? Number two, yards per game. Number four, yards game allowed. They're doing it on both sides of the football right now. Only thing I can say, possibly, and Miles, Greg, you let me know what you think with this. The Cowboys could end up actually winning the division because they're playing really well right now. And it's scary because they're all, they're 26th in offense overall. They're winning these games defensively. You got Cooper Rogers throwing like 15 times a game, looking very reminiscent of Matt Jones a, lot, a couple times last season with the Patriots, who, by the way, we talk about quarterback controversy, Zappy looking pretty good out there. Look a little, look, look a little bit better than Mac. So <laughs> when Dak comes back, if they're playing this way, do you think by any chance, this Cowboys team could really make some noise in the playoffs with how this defense is playing. Yeah. I think they need Dak because he'll bring out a, a different element in this, this offense. You could go more vertical than you've been with, you know, Cooper rush. Like he's, he's a good game manager. He's, he's managed these games. He's not lost. He has not lost these games just because the defense is so good. You got to just make some plays during the game. You don't have to, you know, be Tom Brady or Josh Allen. Just do enough to to get it over the hump. And he's, what, 4-0 right now as a starter this year? So, yeah, shout out to him. But he's not the guy 
I'd have no confidence in him in a playoff matchup just because this is not who he is. Like, you're a backup for a reason. You're a backup for a reason. And Dak is their franchise quarterback. And I think, yeah, that was a tough matchup week one against Tampa Bay. They have a really good defense. The weapons weren't there. All he had was CD. Zeke wasn't playing like he has been the last few weeks. So I think the team that they have now is a lot different from what they had week one. Yeah, and I think they could feed off this momentum. What's the ceiling you think? Greg? But you you have no confidence, right? You have no confidence in this this Cowboys team. I, you were talking about this before. I, I don't want to, you know, get sidetracked by what you said. You <laughs> why would you? Why why would you? They still are one of the most penalized teams in football. Well, that that hasn't changed. I mean, if you look at each game, it's been like five or six penalties each game. It's not like they're getting flagged like 12 times a game. Dude, in the playoffs, you know it's going to bite you because every team it tightens up. They're, they, they're, all their stuff tightens up, right? They, they, they take care of they take care of business. They don't, they're more disciplined. They're not committing stupid penalties. We know from watching them last year, and it's not like they're a different team than they were last year. They're, they're defensively, they are. Yeah, their pass rush is incredible. That's the difference. Their pass rush is just otherworldly. It's the best defensive line in football. So, but the 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 corners are the same, and and offensively they've lost weapons. They haven't gained weapons. The the reason why I think the Cowboys have been so good with Cooper Rush is because they're doing what we've been asking them to do for years, which is go to that run game. That's it. They rely on the run game a bit more, and then play complementary football off of that. Right, play action like. If you think about it, it's really funny that not to bring it back to the Giants, you know, I can't stop talking about them. It, it's what the Giants do. It's what, it's what the Giants do now. Like they run the ball and they're when they pass the ball, looks just like they run. The Cowboys are doing that. The Cowboys are doing that too with Cooper Rush. They're deceptive. It's so deceptive. They don't know what teams don't know when they're going to run it and when, when, when they're going to pass it. So Cooper Rush has easy reads to make when, because hey, like every safety is crashing down the box to stop. Tony Pollard, not Zeke, because Zeke ain't scaring nobody these days. He ain't he ain't eating nothing. He's eating dirt because he's not he's not moving the ball anywhere. Uh, so you know it, it's it, 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 oh, with all that being said, all the positive things I'm saying about the Cowboys, how can you really believe that they're gonna do it? They're gonna make it happen in the playoffs. We know what they, we know what they are. We know what they do. Last year they couldn't get the ball. They couldn't get the ball spiked in time. I mean, there's always something. There's always something. So they may win more games in the playoffs this year. Maybe, you know, they're a good team legitimately. The defense is really – it's daunting. Michael Parsons is the best defensive player I've seen in a long time. But, you know, I'm skeptical. I, they don't have the coach to me to get them over the hump. And you know how much coaching matters. You, if you don't know how much coaching matters, go look at the New York Giants and Brian Dayball. And then you tell them that, – that's what you do, all right? They start they start in random guys. They, they start in me, a wide receiver. And they're, they're beating the Packers in London. That's what they're doing, all right? But well, who's to say OBJ wouldn't go to Dallas? Who's to say he wouldn't go to the Giants? <laughs> Get, the hell out, man. Get the hell out of here, bro. Who, who, who's to say he wouldn't go to the Giants? Go back home? They're clearly good. It's a different situation. You're going to get the ball. It's a good situation over there, my guy. Or who's to say that wouldn't be the case? I'm just saying, man. I mean, look. All right, look. In all seriousness, he's going to pick a contender to go to. Is wide receiver their problem? Is that what worries me about them? I not really. I mean, he, he, he ain't no number one, though. All right. 
and I get that, but is Odell coming off of a knee surgery, a gruesome one that you're number one for sure? What do we, we don't, I love Odell. We don't know what he's going to look like. We don't even know. If we're he went to your Giants, he would be a number one. Out of necessity, David Sills is lining up as my ex receiver right now. Yeah, I think that Odell would have to be number one. Okay. I'll, I'll take a lot of guys. This is okay. I'll take a lot of guys. I'll take a D3 wide receiver over David Sills. And no offense, David Sills is nice. He's like a very nice guy. Very nice guy. Worked his butt off to get here. But come on. All right. Like, so yeah, it's a different situation. But with the Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb might right now might be better than Odell coming off the knees and knee injury. We don't know what Odell's gonna be. We don't know. We we are romanticizing it. Okay. I think he's gonna be great. I I, I believe in Odell, but let's I don't know. We gotta pump the brakes. Regardless, I don't know that that's the biggest problem that team has. Giving Dak Prescott another guy to throw the ball to would just dissuade you from running the ball. When Dak comes back, keep running it. Keep, but they won't. We we all know they won't. Keep running the ball. Keep giving it to Pollard. And, and play action off of that. That's it, man. Like, it, it's going to win you games. You're going to win time possession. You're going to keep the ball out of the hands of the offenses, the other offenses. But they won't do that because they're stupid. Because they're not disciplined in the, the way they coach offensively. They're not. They're not, man. So, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. I, I think the 49ers, I think team 49ers are a better team. I think they, they understand their lane and they're more disciplined in what they want to do. I think there are other teams in the division that are. Um, they could lose to a couple teams in the playoffs, uh, even even as good as that, that defensive line is. So, you know. So do you do you believe that Dak's not better than Cooper Rush? Dak is so mm-hmm. Dak is so much better than Cooper Rush. This is that that whole conversation is BS. It's nonsense. Okay, Cooper Rush is leading the 26th ranked offensive football right now, and they're look they're running the ball for a reason too. Okay, they're not putting the ball in Cooper Rush's hands to make big throws repeatedly on third down over and over and over again. That's not what they're doing. So this whole controversy thing is nonsense. It's, it's spearheaded by Jerry Jones to, because you know he's an attention whore and he wants to make sure everyone's talking about his Cowboys. That's really all it is. But Cooper Rush is not even close he's to as good as Dak is. He, he's a whore. And I had, to, I had to, you know, he is. He's a whore. But I think that's the reality of what it is. I, I, don't, I don't think it's even close. I think that Dak is clearly the better player, better option. And you'd be crazy to think that they are going to go with Cooper Rush. Even if Cooper was better, they're going to go with him over the guy they're paying like $40 million a year. Yeah, okay. All right, that, 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 come on now. There's no other line of work no, where we can have this conversation. If that was the case, then Tony Pollard would be starting over Zeke. But right, right. The only reason why Zeke's still getting carries, still doing all this nonsense, he, he's he's eating air, is because he's making ten times as much as Pollard is. So that's why he's still getting touches. And is, it, and is it, Pollard it, is Pollard a free agent coming up? I don't think so. Wow, still under control. It's crazy. Football slavery, guys. How could that guy still be? I could see. I don't know if y'all saw the last the last game they played the Rams, right? It was a couple times on there where he was looking frustrated, looking at the coach like, "Bro, why am I not in? Yeah, why I'm, I got like five touches with like sixty six yards, and y'all keep giving it to this man. He could easily he could have easily had a hundred yards like in the first half. Easy. Yeah, gashing them. He's so, so much faster. Frustrated. I'm frustrated. He's on my fantasy team. I'm so frustrated. Like one week he'll have 20 points, one week he'll have two. Like, that's what's it. up? It's ridiculous. You you think, and that's what I'm saying. So, are we talking about a team that's disciplined enough to win in the playoffs? And that's what you're doing when you're playing politics. Can can you win in the playoffs and win big, win it all? It, that's the Cowboys' goal is to win it all. They they're they're a Super Bowl team. They're they're a Super Bowl aspiring team. We not it's not the Giants we're talking about here. We're talking about the Cowboys. It's different aspirations. I don't believe them. No way. You're still playing politics. You're running back. You shouldn't have paid Zeke that much money in the first place. Okay. He was even before he got the bread. 
it, 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 was, it was still a little spotty. He was great for years one, two, and part of year three, year four, eh. You know, eh, it was, it was eh. So now you still paid him. So that, that's the problem. There are certain injuries that happen that hampered that guy. Not He's not the same player. He's not the same burst. So I don't know, man. I don't trust him. I don't trust the Cowboys. I think anybody – it's only you got to agree with me. Being the resident ex-Cowboy fan, you know, that's your ex-girlfriend. You know you know her better than anybody else. So I don't – I think he knows. He knows all her dirty laundry. Oh. You know, he, she don't wash her panties. It's over here smelling like tilapia and all that crap. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> he knows. He knows exactly. He knows all the dirty laundry, all of it. Yo. That's why I can't rock with them no more. No cap. By the time Amari come, we might be Giants or Jets. One of them two jokers. You said Cowboys? <laughs> nah. Yo, that's that was. You know how hard it was growing up, bro, in school. <laughs> the uh, Giants winning Super Bowls, and I'm like, I'm a Cowboys fan. What? Uh, because I was born into it. Nah, we're not doing that. We got to break that generational curse. We can't do it. Of course, man. You know, there's like a statistic out there that Cowboys fans are 10 times more likely likely to, to jump off of a bridge or do something just incredibly erratic or that, and that puts them in a life-threatening situation. And I can't blame them. I mean, it's, it's a tough life you chose being a Cowboys fan because you never really look that bad until until it's really important. And then until you Until it matters. Until yeah. it matters. That's, that's the crazy thing about the Cowboys. They're not just bad. Like, it's different being a Jets fan. Right, it's just a humbling experience. It's like, or, or being like a, a Bears fan, or like something like that. Right, like I'm not trying to shoot a mouth. I'm not, but no, no, no BS. It's different being a fan of like a team that's just always bad over and over and over again. Like they're not winning games because you know you, you don't really you, you're kind of punch drunk. Like you know what I mean? Like you just you're like a boxer that you know you're not about to win the fight. You know you about to get knocked out. So you're just like whatever, bro. You leave me alone. Like you're you know. Uh, but being a Cowboys fan. They give you a reason to talk your talk your, you know what, uh-huh. every, all year long. They they look good and they, until they don't. And, and and it's the weirdest thing. It's Dez hit, catching a pass and the ball hits the ground somehow miraculously, it slips through his arms, or like just they make a new rule on the spot you didn't know about and it screws you, or you don't get the ball spiked, or Tony Romo can't hold the hold the hold the. I don't know. It, it's just it loses a snap. It's ridiculous. They just find the craziest ways to lose and they have no business doing it. So. It's a different type of drug, man. It's a different type of narcotic. That's that. That's crazy, man. That's that new drug that Tommy found and and, and power. It's, it's something, man. That bird dust. Gregor Miles, whoever want to start off. What was your biggest biggest takeaway from week five? I love Miles go. You gonna tell me? You gonna tell me? Brees Hall's the next uh, the next uh, Walter Payton. <laughs> Not Walter Payton, but. He could be a top five running back in this league in the next year or so. He's nice. I, I'll give him that. He's nice. He's nice. He single-handedly broke that game wide open. Like, he was just making play after play. As a rookie, to go for 200 yards like that, like 100 yards receiving, 100 yards rushing, I'm like, yeah. And it's funny because then you see people knocking the pick in the second round. Like, why do you take a running back that high, you know, running backs aren't worth a damn anymore. And it's like, well, this is why you take that running back. Cause at the same time, you, you knock the running back, but that's a playmaker. They can be a receiver. They could be a running back. Like we swing him out wide at receiver a lot. He showed what he could do. It's like in the mold of the, the, the Marshall folk, the 
LT, the Le'Veon Bell. Like you need that three down, dual threat, like do it all running back. And that's what he is. And we got the one two punch because Michael Carter's no slouch either. So he's good too. And that's the thing with this team, it's in the mold of like San Fran, the way they, you know, they don't put too much on Jimmy. It's a lot of running ball and try to, you know, do what you can, make a play here, Zach, here and there. But they don't want to put too much on him right now. At some point, he'll be called on to do something because then the run game is going to get stopped. But for now, that's how we're going to beat these teams. We run it down their throats, and that's it. No, I think it's fair. I think it's an astute observation. I, I, I think it's fair. I think, I think Jets fans generally have something to be excited about. I do. I, I really believe that. Between Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner and and, and Breeze Hall. Oh my gosh, Sauce. Yeah, man, he's really good. He's oh really, my really gosh. Good. Sauce is so good. It's, I'm really upset he about it. He had the one league. pass interference call, but outside of that, Sauce Gardner, they have a very – the Jets to me are like what you see in the NBA. They have a very, very good young nucleus. Yeah. A lot of nice young players there which put them in position where we're talking about four or five years from now, the Jets are like the cream of the crop in the AFC with how they, they built it so far. And obviously they're going to still make some more moves. Like I said, between Jets and Giants, Omari might be one of these. You might be rocking with one of these. <laughs> no, they, they have a lot to be excited about. They really do. I, I, I totally agree. I, I think Zach is taking a step in the right direction. You know, like it, it, I, I really believe that too. I, I joke about him throwing bounce passes last year. <laughs> you know, he's he's completing these shorter passes. I think he, that stuff matters, man. Like he's he's making the, he's making the simple play, but he's he's always had the ability to make the hard play. It's the simple stuff he had to work on. I think he's doing a better job at that. So I, I think they're gonna be they're gonna be solid for a long time. I really do think that. Um, it, so I, I think there's a lot there to be excited about. It's a good takeaway to have from from that weekend, regardless of who they played. They they have a lot of talent and a lot to look forward to um, over there. Garrett Wilson looks looks really good whenever he gets the ball. That's that's my thing too. Like it looks like it's real. It's real. Uh, we, got a, we got a big stretch coming up too. We got Packers this week, which you know they're going to be upset. It's at Lambeau oh, Field coming right. off this loss to the Giants. Then we got the Broncos after that. You know, let's ride. All right, let's ride. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not sleeping on him, although you know. I mean, it's, it's a winnable game. It's a win, it's winnable game. It's a winnable, it's a winnable game. game. I, that's, a, that's a more winnable game than the Packers game, in my opinion. The Packers are going to be so pissed off. I, I just, I don't know. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. No, but we, we, we're about making statements, right? Taking receipts, making statements. You got to make a statement this week coming into Green Bay. Because if you do, you, if you beat them there, like I saw a, a power ranking somewhere. They had the Jets like 12 right now in the power rankings, which seems high, but if you beat Green Bay in Lambeau Field, it doesn't seem that crazy. Like you you start to believe in what's cooking in New York. Cause I mean we got a good good defense. It's got some holes here and there, but if we put everything together, we got a good pass rush. We got good DBs. Like we got stuff on this team that could give you confidence. Hey, I still believe in that eleven win mark. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not sleeping on that part. 
Hey, look, hold up, hold up. We got to go back to that clip because running through the, the first five games, everybody, oh, maybe they're 0-5. Maybe, maybe you didn't have them at 3-2 throughout the first, the first, like, you didn't have them where they are now. Where they? What are they now? Two and two. What are they? Two and two or three and two? Three, three and two. Three and two. He didn't have them at three and two. Miles had them at four. Miles had them at four and one. Yeah, of course he did. Game. All right, so I was off by one game. <laughs> Yo, my hey, bad. That Dolphins. My bad. Game, that's, hey, the Dolphins game worked in your favor. That was nice. Okay, it was a nice cushiony game. Okay? <laughs> we would have beat them by fourteen, not not twenty four. With Teddy. With Teddy. Oh boy. Oh boy. When, when, when are we crowning this guy, like, as a stud? He's not – Teddy's not a stud. We don't have to be. If you have a, a remotely competent quarterback with Tyreek Hill, you're probably going to – you're going you're gonna to score a lot of points, okay? They, they had some guy named Skylar Johnson Thompson, whatever the hell his name was, playing quarterback. <laughs> so, no, it wasn't going to work out, okay? It was some guy off the street. It, it's just tough. But, okay, fine. Look, let, let's see what happens. That, hold on, hold on, hold on. But, I, I'm, not, I'm not the one on crack. 11 wins is – 11 wins is – Eleven wins. You you over here smoking out. You you on rocks crack. You, you can't in a rock. <laughs> Y'all saw a rocking that in Marvin. All right, say what you want. You gonna look back on this? If it's eleven wins, ten wins, I'm not gonna be that far off. Hey man, that's all, that's all I'm gonna say. That's I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. It's no shame in winning nine, as things are currently constituted, or even eight. Okay. We're going above and beyond that. We don't. We don't shoot. We don't shoot oh, love. Hey, keep this receipt. All, all, all engines are go with the Jets right now. You know how when Jets fans get excited, it's a different type of. It's a different type of situation, man. Different type. Really? Of what was what's that political slogan when they say when we go low, when they go low, we go high. <laughs> Y'all going too low right now. <laughs> no, I was saying you want to be Michelle. Hey, <laughs> week week five takeaways. Uh, I'll go over a couple quick, okay? Obviously, the Giants are not cute. It's real. There's something there. The Giants aren't cute. This is not some cute team. Unlike unlike my my, my friend here, Miles, the Giants, there was no gimmick there. They beat Aaron Rodgers, and they beat him in London, and basically an away game. It was a legit win. They beat him. Heads up. They just took care of business. So that the Giants aren't cute. Headline number two, the Bengals. I... They so they're wildcats. They're they not. They, they, they yeah. What what is what's going on here? They, they're it, it's a damn shame. Chris isn't on this podcast right now. He he had, he'd have to answer to what is going on there because the offense is stale. It is it, stale, man. Like they, they they have a tell when they run the ball too. Like it, Mixon, I either have his hands on his knees and they're gonna run, or he, or he stay he's straight up if they're gonna pass. So teams know what they're gonna do. It, it's not a Burrow problem. It's a play-calling problem. They don't get Jamar Chase the ball in any kind of creative ways. Jamar Chase is just kind of like out there floating around and hoping to catch little short passes or catch ridiculous, like ridiculous, just like fully covered routes. They, they, they almost, it almost looks like they don't even get him involved in a, on enough like of the, of the route tree. He's not running any sophisticated routes, no double moves. It just looks really bad, man. It looks really, really bad. Uh, with the Bengals, um, all all the moves they made in the offensive line, it, it, I know it takes time for them to gel, but it just doesn't look that great. They're not plowing holes in the running game either, and Mixon doesn't look very particularly explosive going through them. Um, so yeah, man, I have I have a lot of concerns with that team. That team, it clearly um, they're not Super Bowl bound again. This is this is this is a real problem. So that's that's one thing that stood out to me. The Rams suck. 
this is another thing. The Rams aren't good. They're they're not good. I I I'm done with them. I'm done. I'm done with them. I'm off that narcotic. Um, I, you know, and again, you won a Super Bowl the year before, so it is this thing is bad. But the offensive line is so bad. It's so bad over there. The weapon. I mean, Allen Robinson went there and can't get open, or maybe Stafford only likes throwing with the white guys. I don't know what it is, but at Odell, that's it. In Odell, right? But you know, like I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it looks really bad there in LA. It's not sweet any, anymore over there. So they don't look good at all. It's a really bad situation. Um, the Eagles are for real. Uh, we think we already knew that, but five and zero. Yeah, the, the the Cardinals once again mismanaged the clock situation down the stretch of the game. Um, and Cliff Kingsbury is going to get his get fired even after getting that extension. I don't think that's going to keep him safe. He'll get fired because um, that that owner is not very patient. He wants to win. Um, that's been very well known. So there's that, but, and, and you know, I, I think a team like the, the Ravens, they, they made a little statement. You don't have to play your best football. Lamar missed some easy ones, some layups, which pissed me off for fantasy purposes, but you know, he, 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 um, he, he won ugly. He was the winner. You got hmm? this week. I got smoked this week, but I don't give a damn. I mean, the Giants beat the beat the Packers in London. You know, like, I care about fantasy. I don't care. I'll, I'll regroup. I'll regroup and bounce back and beat whatever scrub I'm playing next week. I'm not worried about that. Point is, <laughs> the, the point is like that 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 Ravens team. They're good, man. They're they're really good, and they're particularly hard to beat at home. So I, you know, they're 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 a real deal type Super Bowl type team too, because you can win ugly like that. You can win without your fastball, and that, that's 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 the way I viewed that. So a few, a few takeaways. But I think the one that stands up the most to me is the Rams suck and the, and the Bengals are bad. The Bengals, like, it's just – it's not happening. It's not happening. They, they, they're going to play the Saints next weekend. This again, they can lose. They, they, they could lose that game. to Who, Dalton? They could lose. Taysom Hill. Yeah, right. Everybody's yeah. – <laughs> hey, Taysom Hill, man. Taysom Hill is, is – Three if, touchdowns. Crazy. It, it's like if we were talking about – like could we if we, like, did an analogy where we compared quarterbacks to guns, Taysom Hill would be, would be a musket. <laughs> old you don't use that anymore but he, he's like he's old school like he's an old school football player he's like the kind of player of bill parcells and like you know the, take you back to make football great against like football player like you know you just run through tackles he can play tight end he can play safety he can play he can play <laughs> d-line he can do everything he can he can grab the water <laughs> he, he's exactly um, what these guys would like real realistically Taysom hill is what tim tebow was supposed to be yeah, yeah. He, if he had some humility, Tim T, that was what Tim Tebow was supposed to be. And he could have been still, I don't know about at this point in it, in 2022, but he could have played way longer if he just accepted you're not a quarterback, my boy. He could have been, he could have had a Taysom Hill type of role. Easy. My biggest takeaway from week five, what Greg already alluded to, and I ain't going to go too much more into it. The Rams aren't making the playoffs. And it's, it's okay. They're, they'll be the 10th team to not make the playoffs after winning the Super Bowl. Rams aren't making the playoffs. With how the NFC is looking, you got three NFC East teams, the 49ers, regardless of Jimmy Garoppolo, because they've done it for the last four or five years, regardless of Jimmy G. The team gets to the playoffs. The team typically is the top team in the division. They obviously still own the Rams. 49ers are going to win that division. Wild card team is coming from the NFC East probably, and that's it. You're not... The Rams aren't making it this year. Yeah. Team that has not really been playing well, 
but their quarterback has been playing well. Geno Smith. Yeah, man. 12th in passing yards, number one in completion percentage, tied for seventh in touchdowns with nine TDs to only two interceptions. Naturally, would you rather Geno Smith edition? <laughs> would you rather, because they wrote him off and he ain't right back. Would you rather Geno or Kirk Cousins? Oh, Geno. Oh, my God. I, I would have taken Geno before I even saw him this year over Kirk. Sidebars. We're, we're sidebar. What? We're just waiting at some oh. point for the Vikings for the Vikings to just collapse at some point. Yeah. Hundred percent. And when we and when they do, we will certainly be throwing up a, a, a large kick in, in Chris Chris's face. I can't wait for that. He was talking all that cash, talking about some. What, what do you say to me? <laughs> we're we gonna put that on a shirt. What do you say to me in that episode? He said some crazy. He was talking crazy that day. I don't remember what he. I can't remember what he said. All I know is it ended in it ended oh, in it's the uh, truth or something like is that. Is it not the truth? Is it not the truth? Not the truth? Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Look like one of them blood diamonds. He said he said the Vikings will uh will spank the Giants. That's what he said. And then he asked you, and you was like, What? And you was like, Is it not the truth? Oh, I guess we'll find out, won't we? We're gonna play that back too after that game. We'll find out. That's not that's not gonna be no kickball for kickball for those guys, the Vikings. Geno Smith, Matthew Stafford. Stafford. Right Stafford. Right now? Right now? Is this not a right now thing? Hold up. Put Gino in that same situation. What the hell is he doing? He's Great not point. doing this. Great point. Great point. No, that's fair, man. Um, Because uh, the old line has been playing really well in Seattle. You know, okay. All right. I'll, I'll, Stafford's got championship pedigree. I'll, I'll give it to Stafford. That's fine. Said you put him in the same situation. <laughs> it's true, man. Gino Gino not going to be Gino going to be writing back if he's in if he's in, a, if he's in L.A. He'd be writing back to everybody. Derek Carr. Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. I think I think I would take Jared Goff. I mean. I'm taking Geno of what I've seen this year right now. Right now, Geno. Hey, hey, if if Geno was. I heard the highest scoring offense in the NFL right now. Who, the Raiders? No, he plays for the Lions. Oh, I'm thinking about Derek Carr. I'm saying, I was thinking about, in my head, I'm like, if, if Geno Smith was a quarterback of the Raiders, then Devontae Adams would have never pushed that, that, that cameraman yesterday. But that's a whole different thing. Um, yeah, I think, I think the Lions are the highest scoring offense in, in the NFL. I think they are. But they got, they got donut. They got a donut yesterday against the, the, the Patriots. Is that happening with Geno Smith right now? As hot as he is? Probably. Balls? Bill, Bill Belichick. Don't forget it. Well, whatever. Look, Gino out here cooking, man. Gino out here throwing moon balls. He's over here throwing balls off platform. He look, he looking like he came out of this thing look like Dan Marino. So I, I don't know what's going on. He it's it's really ironic that he's this good and Russ has been that bad. I'm sure Russ is gonna come up here. I'm sure we're gonna talk about Let's Ride. But <laughs> I'm sure I took it right out of his his notes. But it's just so ironic, man. It's so ironic. Two more. Daniel Jones. Gino. Damn. Oh, God. I'm taking Gino. But, of course, the Giants wouldn't take Gino because he was there already, so. (laughs) Yeah, Gino right now is playing better than any most quarterbacks. You got to take Gino right now. I'm being fair. 
But this, let's let's revisit this conversation at the end of the year and see where we at because Daniel Jones is playing great football right now. So almost there. I think you put Geno in New York too. Geno, you cook excelling too with with Saquon Barkley with Dable. Hey, the other thing too, Geno. We'll see how he does going forward. No Rashad Penny for probably the rest of the season, and he was playing. He was playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like it'll be all right because they drafted a guy in the second round from Michigan State. So yeah. Tone, hit those waivers, pick them up. Hey, yeah. I, I pulled off a trade today. I got Kamara on the squad, so oh. I might, I might be, might be good off the running backs. I I'm, saw that. I, I am looking. I haven't made any trades yet. I'm very confident. Hey, but I, got I might, them. I might hit you for something. I'm looking for another couple options. They told me I, I, I don't want to talk about some people. Anybody want Darren Waller? Hell no. That dude is <laughs> up. Yo, what the, what's going on with Darren Waller? He pulled his hamstring. No, 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 no. Before that, the it was whole bad. Season. The whole season, he looks. Oh, it's been wow. so bad. They don't even throw his way sometimes. My tight end, my tight end situation is so bad right now, man. It is weird what's going on. Of course, we got to ask Geno Smith, Russell Wilson. Well, if we're going by right now, then it's right now, man. Don't 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 do this whole thing where you talk about resumes and all that. Gino Gino is it would whoop that. You're the one who every time we ask these questions, are we talking about right now, or we talk about the career, or we talk about it's right now. We've established that football. What is it? (laughs) We've established that the would you rather is about right now, and right now Gino would whoop that tree. Yeah, Gino is a far better player than Russell Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson sucks. Right now, wow. okay, he sucks. He looks, he looks slow. He looks out of shape. He looks everything. He's not riding nowhere. He's hurt. He's hurt. Oh, now he's hurt. Yeah, leave him. You know, he's hurt. How convenient. Yeah, I'm hurt too. Oh, I'm not saying the man's lying. I think it's just convenient time for it to come out. That's that's all I'll say. I'll leave that right there. Right. Week six. Week six pickums. Jets at Green Bay. I'm rocking with my. Oh my! I'm rocking with my green and white. <laughs> hey, let the record show that I'm way more of a of a of a straight shooter than he is. How? Because hold up. I, if we I talked about Miami exactly. last week. If we talked about Miami last week, you would have picked Miami. Hell yeah! I think I picked Miami anyways. Why right. would I have done that? Well, eat crow because they, <laughs> they lost. They lost. So we on to Green Bay. That's it. Yo, you go tell me E. Croy as if they didn't have their third string quarterback out there. Teddy, Teddy would have won the game. Well, Teddy got knocked out. Oh, wow. I'll take pride in that. You see? I'm not taking pride in it. Now you're taking pride in it. You're taking pride in hurting the black man. You see what I'm saying? Football. He's like, oh, I'm glad, I'm, t- I'm glad Teddy Bridgewater's black ass got hurt. Right, you see? <laughs> That's the headline. <laughs> Those words never were said. Oh my. Do y'all think, even though you have to just win and do either y'all think that we see a a signature Aaron Rodgers-like performance this week. Highly likely. It's possible. It's possible? <laughs> why, why would he not come back strong? He's mad. He's mad, man. He's a mad. He's really angry. Hey, he was he was so upset. Jair Alexander said, I'd be, I'm going to be, you know, this is shade, by the way. Jair was like, no, I'm not worried right now, but I'd be worried if we lost next week. And it, which is crazy, by the way. Crazy thing to say, but I also understand it. And then, for him to say that, and then for Aaron Rodgers came out, and he was like, I don't even know why we're talking about losing. Like, that's not – why are we even talking about it? Like, 
So they are not, yo, they are not, they are not coming to play. You're going to go deal with them cheese heads. That team oh. is disconnected. They're Very. disconnected. Hey, look, they'll they'll find a connection against y'all, I feel like. All right. Suddenly they're gonna have they're gonna have they're gonna have LTE working. It's funny because every week on NFL Network, they got all the panelists picking the other team. We're in the same boat. I like how I like how you're talking about this. Like we're not in the same boat. No one picked the Giants to beat the Packers last week. I didn't pick the Giants to beat the Packers last week, and here we are. So right. I'm just saying. I know it's like to be the underdog. I'm just I'm being realistic with you. So KG, you're saying anything's possible, right? <laughs> anything's possible. <laughs> Speaking of your G man, Ravens at the Giants. I know. I know how much you love Lamar. They came off that. Pretty rough game, 1917. We were watching it. We were talking. He missed easily like two, three touchdowns. Easily. And they were bombs. Like bombs. Same with the performance. I could see it's yeah hard getting, getting busy. It depends on if Bateman's back or not. I think the Giants are healthier. That's the X factor right there. Like that's the deep threat. We've seen it. Early in the season, if he's not getting open deep, there's nothing there. And then last week, the last two weeks, he's been banged up. You see Lamar hasn't been able to air it out as much. So we'll see. That's the X factor, though. I mean, look, the Giants are getting healthier on defense. They got Leonard Williams coming back to stop, help stop the run. Uh, they're going to add Landon Collins to this thing and have him play a role in the box and be more athletic in the run game, too. And you know that's what they like to do, especially with Lamar. Now, can anyone tackle Lamar? I mean, that's yet to be seen. So, um, I, I look, conventional wisdom says pick the Ravens, you know. But I, this coaching staff has been remarkable. If And I feel – I have a weird feeling about this game because of the fact that Giants have Wink Martindale, the guy who's had this game for Lamar's entire career, career up in Baltimore. He's very familiar with Lamar and, like, some tendencies the guy has. Um so it'll be really interesting to see how this game goes. I'm going to tell you this. If I was a guy who bet, and I don't bet, but if I was, I wouldn't bet on this game because I just feel like it's a game that, like, itches of, like, it reeks of, like, upset, upset city. Like, it, it feels like another game where the Jets, the Giants could pull it out. Um, no one should take them lightly. I, I'm going to I'm gonna pick the Ravens in this game. I, I'll pick them. I'll pick them by three. That, that's, how, that's how much I think this game just could be – it's teetering. It can go either way. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants win the game. I think they're going to get their rookie wide receiver back too. Wondell's going to come back this week, um, so that's that's a big help. And Slayton, they found something there. So I'm picking the Ravens, but let let the record show that I am. I have an odd confidence about the Giants this week. I feel good. I feel like it's going to be a good game. I feel like it's going to be a good game. They found something. He's been there. You guys had him on the bench behind freaking Kenny Galladay. And- hey, so. Before you start talking crazy, yes, I know he dro- He has drops. He has a, he has a lot of drops. There's he a lot of drops. drops. But Daniel Jones and him have a really nice rapport. Like Daniel Jones and him really have a good chemistry, so it works. And he's fast. He's fast. Like he helps take the top off defense, so he should be playing. I, I agree with that. He drops the ball though. And, and, and by the way, Kenny God, it's like I, I'm not gonna say it's divine intervention because he got hurt. So and that, that ain't God's doing. But he's not here. Okay, <laughs> he's not here. He's not. He can't get on the field. And honestly, David Sills, this guy named Marcus Johnson, who I'm pretty sure they he was working at the the disposal factory last week. He came into the facility, he got a couple catches, and, and now you got Wandell, 
you got, uh, you, you know, you got something cooking out there with, with the, some of these guys. So I think they, they got, and obviously Saquon, Saquon. Hey, I don't know what the Ravens do against the run. Can they stop the run? Because that's a real big thing. The Giants run the ball really well. Can they do that? We're we going to keep them man on the sideline. Right? Lamar not going to be on the field all, day, all, day, all game. You can't stop the run against the Giants. Giants going to run it on you. And they're going to do a great job at it. So there's a good chance Giants win this game. Are you ready to make your pick? Because you just kind of tap dance. You pick the Ravens, but you want to take the Giants. I do want to take the Giants, but I, you know, I'm super, I'm being superstitious. I've been picking against the Giants. It's been working. So I'm, I'm going <laughs> I'm, I'm to pick the Ravens. I'll pick the Ravens in this game. And I'm not a homer like you. The two biggest games of the week, probably. Who do you have? Quick picks on these. Bills at Chiefs. Who wins this game? I like the Chiefs. I like Chiefs in this one. Me too. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun game. Uh, the Chiefs have some kind of mojo. I mean, they were down. It's like and you. I was looking at the score the other night, and I was like, yeah, they're down by like 17. They're still going to win this game because that's what they do. I, I don't know, man. I feel like this is a game. It, it, it can go either way. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Is that the Sunday night game, by the way? Is that a primetime game? Cowboys-Eagles. I'm going to be on the field for that one. Oh, my God. Are you on the field that game? Yeah. They're going to be calling you all types of words out in Philly. But uh, <laughs> I got my, I'm good. I got my Jalen Hurst jersey. I got the pass. You better have. You better not be wearing no, nothing else. I'm gonna throw in cheesesteaks at you. Yeah, horse manure from the street. But um, yeah, I think um, I think that's BS. By the way, flex that game out. But I think um, flex it out. Flex it's it best out. Game next week. Flex it. No, it's not. Bills Chiefs the best game next week. Are you kidding me? Man, nobody want to see that in Buffalo or Kansas City. It's all about. <laughs> The dirty Philadelphia fans and what they got going on. Wow. Wow. Yo, by the way, you just could, I, I, I've been thinking about this. I, I don't think it excuses this, like, this kind of nonsense, like, two-team two nonsense that your sister works in the organization. I understand that. She's, like, she's, like very, she's, very, she's very pleasant. I understand you want to support her, but I just can't understand. <laughs> I can't wrap my head around what you're doing right now. Like, What am I you're, doing? You're a fan. We're rooting for a Philadelphia team. Are you serious right now? Like, you know, one man right and one man only is the MVP, Jalen Hurts. What, what's your infatuation with Jalen Hurts? You don't, we both know you don't like black quarterbacks like that. We both know how you feel about we black quarterbacks. Know. We both know. Yeah, right. I took a chance on Trey Lance. It bit me. I don't know why you did that. <laughs> I don't either. I was, I, was, I was trying to gamble. But um, no, Jalen Hurts, is he's that guy. I think he's only going to get better. He's improving, and we're going to see it on Sunday night. Philly he's, got, he's got a big test ahead of him, though, against that Philly defense. Six and zero, in your opinion, Philly six and zero. I don't think so. I don't. I, I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be one of those tight games. It's like 24-20. It could go either way. I don't know, man. Ho- hopefully, it goes the Eagles' way because I, I'm trying to make it out of there, so. <laughs> well, we know the NBA season starts. What is it? Today, Wednesday. Next week, um, the 18th. Tuesday or Monday? Tuesday. The NBA Tuesday. is back on Tuesday. Next week, we'll break down even further, like our picks and divisions. But we gonna get this one in early. Our NBA award predictions. Give me two people for each of these awards that you have. MVP, I'm going Braun, wow. which will be the oldest MVP in history. Wow. 
That'll be tough. That'll be crazy. Or Embiid will get it just because typically when you cry enough about an award, you eventually end up getting it. And Embiid's been crying for a while now. Yeah. You know, it's fat from giving the ball a lot too. So that makes sense. Uh, it was a good pick. Uh, I'm going to say Luca. And I'm going to say. <coughs> I like the Bron pick, man. You know, I, you know how I feel about Bron. I just like that. Like, I like it a lot. It'd be dope. I, I'm gonna say Luca. I don't trust AD to stay healthy. Or I would say AD. I think the Lakers have a chance to turn this thing around. They, I like the way they play. I like I like what they've done with the roster. I think they're more athletic. I like. I think there's a, so there's something there. And if AD can stay healthy, he could win MVP. But damn, am I gonna do that? I'm not putting no betting money on that. So yeah, I'll I'll do Luca and I'll do like I don't know. What do Luca and Giannis. I was going to say KD because I think KD could have an MVP case if things go right. But are things going to go right? I'm, I don't know. Like, again, I, I just can't be sure. So, you know, I'll say Luca and Giannis. Who's your two picks, Ma? Well, I was going to say Luca, and my fun pick is going to be Ja. I think Ja can possibly get this Memphis Grizzlies team higher than they were last year. And I think he's going to be even better than he was last year, which he was amazing. He was fun to watch. I think if he takes that next step and they win like 55, 60 games, then, yeah, I think he'll be right in the running for that, that MVP. Sidebar, I think. What makes that team go? Sidebar, I agree with you on this aspect. I think the West low key is wide open because you got Golden State with this Draymond situation. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't think that's just something that they're going to play through this season. That matters, yeah. And then you got Phoenix with everything they got going on over there. Those are the two top two teams in the West. And then mm-hmm. you throw in the midst, obviously, you throw in there the Clippers, the Mavs and stuff. But the two top teams last year out of the West have some glaring issues going on off the court and on the court. So I think the West, you could see the, you could see the Grizzlies – Oh, they're the number two seed this year? I can see that happening. Because the top two teams, they got a lot of stuff going on. And I don't know if they could get past that and win. This might not be the year where Golden State is able to get past Draymond's nonsense. Amen. I agree with that. I I, I thought they would trade him. Don't be surprised if they do trade him, honestly. I Because you got to get something for him. I heard they're going to extend pool soon. Like, that's a big rumor out there. So if they're going to extend pool, they kind of already made the decision. On how this thing's about to go for Draymond, you'd have to imagine. Um, but we'll see. I, I hope Draymond finds his way out of there. Hope he finds his way to LA somehow. Woo! Please come to the Lakers. We'll... That'd be fun. That'd be fun. You ain't punching nobody over there. Bron will shut that down because Steph was standing right next to that and watching it happen. That's not happening in LA. That's not. That's not. Bron would have shut that down. Steph watched that happen. Like, dang, it's crazy. <laughs> he was standing next to Jordan Poole and watch it happen. I just want to throw that out there. Their leader was standing next to Jordan Poole and did not, yo, 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 dream on chill. Nah. Boop. He got hit. <laughs> Rookie of the year predictions. Y'all two people. Damn, that's hard to pick this year. Um I think the obvious one would be like Paolo. Yeah, I was thinking Paolo. That's no fun. Paolo too. Yeah. Is there? Well, I who Chet's obviously out of the picture. Um, 
I think Jabari might, you know, he might surprise some people. I hope you're right. I was underwhelmed by him. I was underwhelmed by him, but I hope you're right. I I, I can see that too. Uh, but I would he be the pick I go with? Am I gonna am I gonna put what I put house money on Jabari winning a, a rookie of the year? Probably not. Well, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if uh, Jaden Ivey's gonna be able to do enough with like Cade. Yeah, and pretty much the facilitator on that team. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, you might have to put Jay and Ivy in that six man conversation. Possibly, he's yeah. too good though. Like he's he's too good. I because I'm like thinking oh, about oh. it. Is is he going to start? Because I'm uh, Detroit seems like they're sold out on Sadiq Bay and a uh, Kate Cunningham starting lineup. Hey, like they have to start him. Like you gotta you gotta put your best guys on the floor. If you get him in the open floor, you can push the pace. And that's what they need to do. This team hasn't been that good pushing the pace. Jaden Ivey's the most explosive person in this draft. It adds a different element to this team, helps them score easier buckets. But we'll we'll see what happens when the season comes along. All right. Well, I got my picks now. I'll go with Keegan Murray as a, a rookie of the year pick. I think he's just really, really good. And I, yeah, I think I think they're surprise teams. I think they'll be decent. Keegan Murray, yeah. right? Like he don't, like he don't work for the Knicks. And I'm gonna go with Benedict Matherin as my other pick. As my other guy, I think could also do some noise, make some noise in this thing. Benedict Matherin is actually really nice. He's he's tough. He's really, and I think if they would they trade Buddy Hield, which is likely, because if everyone wants to, you know, you know, Victor Victor Wembanyama and Miyama, whatever, you know, he's he's the guy who wants to go after. They'll trade guys like him to really tank, right? Make sure they're in the position to get a guy like him. So, yeah, I think that he could easily have a situation where he cooks. I think those two guys, those are my two guys. I think when, outside of Paolo, obviously, Paolo's like, a, you know, who yeah. who wouldn't pick him? My two picks outside of Paolo is I'm going with Keegan Murray and long shot, but I've liked what I've seen so far in preseason, Shadon Sharp. Mm-hmm. He, looks, he looks good so far in preseason. The biggest thing is if he's going to play. Mm-hmm. Right now, he, he looks pretty good. That's yeah. who I got right there. Coach of the year. I'm going yeah. – this is – I'm staying in L.A. Ty Lue or Darvin Ham gets coach of the year? Yeah. I, I think Darvin Ham could get consideration. The way he's got those guys playing and the, I, I I do like the way they play. I, I, I like what I've seen. Um, yeah, Darvin Ham's a good pick. Ty Lue's obviously a great pick. Maybe Steve Nash. I think he's one of the best – up-and-coming coaches in the league. Yeah. And he's got a new and improved roster. So yeah. yeah, you joke. You joke though, but that joke could turn around. That's a, that could turn around. He couldn't that let's hold him to that. Let's hold miles to that. He's trolling right now. Let's hold him to it because I think that that could be a situation that really comes to fruition. If all goes right, he could win a coach of the year situation. He could. He could. He could. And he's gonna be hugging KD like his life depended on it. Again, because it does. Like he's on his last leg. That's it. They're running a real offense now. All right. Like with Ben, and I think Ben's gonna get get acclimated soon here. So I'm excited about that. But I think I think that they that's it, it could it could work out. I have my skepticism like everybody else. I understand why people would be skeptical. I understand why he would be trolling right now. And like I'm, you know, I get. It. I'm not gonna fire shots back per se. But all I'm gonna say is things could go right. And if they did. Steve Nash could win a it's perfectly possible he can win coach of the year. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Mom, who, who, who is your pick though? 
I didn't hear your coach of the year candidates. Uh, let's see. Coach of the year. Coach Tom Thibodeau. Nah, he already got that. They're not going to give it to him twice. Um, <laughs> I was just trolling, but okay. <laughs> Could be Jay Kidd. I feel like, I don't know, something, something about that Mavs team. I feel like if Luka takes another step, you got Christian Wood off the off the bench. You still got Dinwiddie. I just have a feeling that they're going to be better than you think. Like, they could be a top four team just because I think Luke is one of those top five players in the league that can just elevate a team in that sense. Well, I'll go with my pick here in a minute so we can wrap it up. Uh, JB Bickerstaff is my pick. I think he... With the Cavs, he could have he could have gotten that consideration last year, but I think he's a guy who could easily close that gap with adding Don Mitchell, who who should be a Nick, but you know Nick's got a little gun shy. But um, I think I think that uh, that could be the would have been a waste of assets. But all right, we got a whole lot of assets on your team right now. (laughs) (laughs) Defensive Player of the Year, I'm going Bam Adebayo and Drew Holiday. I feel, Yo, like AD. I feel like AD could yeah. mess around. I, I like the they're talking AD about him at center, too. I like the AD pick. It's just... The health, yeah. Yeah. I, I Trust me. Trust me. I, I'd love to see defensive play of the year, Anthony Davis. If we see that Anthony Davis this year, defensive play of the year, we see him as an MVP candidate, the Lakers are winning a championship if we see that AD this year. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's definitely one of the many outcomes that could happen. I um I don't want to do the Homer pick thing because defensive player of the year is such a unsexy award. But ben Simmons, Simmons, yeah, but, but, but Ben could win. Ben could win defensive player of the year. No BS on that team. I think he could. I, I look. Why not? His defensive ability hasn't changed. His athleticism is still there. He's still the same guy. He's just going to be acclimated. Why not? I, I think it's certainly possible. Um, right. Nothing has changed. The jumper is still got off. He to shoot. Everyone talk about that video of him missing at the park. He made a bunch <laughs> of pieces at the park, by the way, too. No, no, no. I, I get it. It was windy. It was windy. It, 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 first of all, it dead ass is windy over there. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, <laughs> I, 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 I really – he doesn't have to shoot, man. It, the, the net had to start at the five. It wasn't. Yeah, start him at the five, let him drive and be relentless and get downhill and create and play him at the five. Don't play him with Nick Claxton anymore. Stop that nonsense. They'll get, they'll grow out of that. Uh, I think if, if, if Steve Nash, I'll tell you this too, hot take. Steve Nash can stop, stops playing Nick Claxton with Ben Simmons at the same time, he'll win coach of the year. It, it'll all work out. That's, that's my hopper. That's my hot take. Play Ben at the five a lot and watch what happens. That's that. It'll, it'll really all work out for you. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's how that thing is to turn out. But uh, I think him or, you know, well, who else? Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail Bridges could be the best player of the year. It might be his turn. Or Herb Jones. Or Herb Jones, who I like a lot, could be the best player of the year. Last award, most improved player of the year. I'm going, and I want to start before Miles go. I'm going, oh, we did we do six man? We didn't do six man. Most improved player of the year. I'm going with R.J. Barrett. Or Zion Williamson gets it. 
and we've talked about it on our show, they tend to give second year, third year players the most improved player of the year. And the way Zion looks, Zion looks like he's about to have a monster seat. He even said, I think it was yesterday in an interview, like, I'm about to show the league a lot of stuff that they didn't see that's in my game. So obviously, I guess he's been doing, he added something else to that bag outside of ducking on people's heads. So if Zion adding a 15, 20 foot jump shot, God, good Lord, be, be, be scared, everybody in the league. Cause right. like you said, Greg, if, if Zion is dominating like that and adds more to the game, that's a dark horse for the finals, bro. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Um, I'm trying to think of young up and coming players that could win it too. I'm, I'm, I think I like the RJ pick, but I think the most sensible pick I think is Tyrese Halliburton. Because I mean, he's he's the guy now. He's that's his team. He's running the show. He doesn't have to deal with De'Aaron Fox or uh, I forget his name. He's, Malcolm Brogdon's not there in Indiana. Yeah. yeah. So he. He's running the show. He, he could be 20 and 10. I've been doing these mock drafts for the fantasy and he's going like top 12 right now. So that just shows that people kind of see what's, what's about to happen. Like they already know that he's going to have a good season. So, um, yeah. I, I like hey, that. RJ, RJ, don't, don't sleep. My boy is coming for that. That <laughs> all-star spot is possible. All-star. Oh, damn. Hot damn. Hot damn. <laughs> RJ is, is an all-star. Hot damn. In the Eastern Conference. Hey, um, I, I like RJ, actually, in this situation. I'm not going to lie. Watching him play in the preseason, he's actually, he's actually been objectively been really good. I, I'm, like, just hitting the corner three at a nice clip. The wiggle isn't there in his game that I've, I've so longed for in his game, but it doesn't really matter. He, He's efficient. He's an efficient basketball player. He's the kind of basketball player I actually like. That's the irony in all this. I've been talking so much trash. That's about this. crazy. I never heard Greg talk like this, yo. This is it's, crazy. It's the irony is that the irony is that he's everything I like about a basketball player. No, no, real. He, he plays basketball the right way. Like offensively, he plays basketball the right way. He's not doing too much. He he attacks the gaps. He catch he catches and is very decisive. He's either shooting it, dribbling, or making a good pass. I like him. Like and he, and, and the, the, the three balls better. If he's better finishing finishing at the rim, then sure. Like I think that would be the probably what the deciding factor. If he's a guy, if he's an MIP candidate, can you finish at the rim at an, effect, at an effective clip, right? Because that's what that was a problem he had last year. Finish, but if he can do that, man, yeah, that he's a real he's a real contender. So yeah, I'm 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 seeing it. I'm I'm fair. I'm fair. I'm a lot of things, I'm, but I'm I'm fair. Fair is one of them. Um, you know, look at the miles up and all, but uh, <laughs> but um. Who else would I, would I say? Sadiq Bey maybe is a dark horse, dark horse like guy. Mm. Um, I think he could easily be in the conversation should things break right for the Pistons, and, and they could. Um, they, he's in the right place for it to happen for him. He'll, have, he'll be able to eat a lot off of driving kicks from Jaden Ivey and Cade Cunningham. So I think he's a good pick too. Um, too. That guy comes to mind. But I, like the Ty- I love Tyrese Halliburton. I love that pick. I think that's far more likely. Um, could Jalen Green be in this combo? I guess, kind of. I don't know, man. I'm weird though, because he's going year one, year two. I feel like you shouldn't be. I, you know, you know, what I think he is. You know, I think Jalen. Aren't you supposed to get better from year one to year two? You are, but you know, I think he is. I think Jalen Green is Jordan Clarkson with long hair and painted painted nails. Oh, and he has and he has a fifty inch vert. That's why I think he is. 
I'm just gonna be keeping a buck. It's kind of how I feel about him. I think he's just think Jordan Clarkson who wears. I think he's a lot better than that. You got to give him a little more credit than that. No, he's a really good player. He's talented as well. I just think he, if he's not if he's not scoring the ball, he's not affecting the game, and that's my problem with him. And that that's I don't like dudes like that. I don't like coaching dudes like that in real life. I don't like, you know, that's my that's my problem. I'm, I'm nitpicking. You play defense? Do you play defense? No. Do the Rockets play defense? Hell no. Uh, so, you know, what are you doing if you're not putting the ball in the basket? Like, what are you actually doing? Uh, that's kind of my thing, you know? Name that could be in there and probably be the oldest ever to win, most improved. Russell Westbrook could be in that conversation. As a <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, I thought you were going to say you Udonis. Udonis Haslam or something. No, like. that's that, that's that's genuine. <laughs> Russ, damn. Yo, I don't think he would even accept it. I don't think he'd yo, accept that award. That's so funny, bro. <laughs> I think he will have a bounce back year though. Like real talk. That's I how bad he was last year, yo. <laughs> I think he will have a bounce back. <laughs> I think he will bounce back here. Sure. Man of the year. That's hilarious. Maybe Russ can win six men of the year. <laughs> True. <laughs> sure. Uh, six men. I'm going Jordan Poole and Dark Horse. Jordan Poole don't start? Oh, he doesn't start. Nah, remember Clay back now and Clay healthy. So Jordan Poole. We have to have a hard conversation about Clay Thompson. He might have, oh, to. have a hard. We have to have a hard conversation about Clay Thompson in Warrior Land. That's all I'm gonna say. Because Jordan Poole coming, he's coming for that job. Well, if you give him that that extension, then at some point you got to admit, like, we need our best people on the floor right away. Like, I don't know if I, I think Clay's kind of getting away with what he's done in the past. I have to throw in there the other option, dark horse. Have to probably say John Wall. He's gonna be six. Oh, Reggie, that's right. I mean, they're going back and forth saying they're gonna start John, they're gonna start Reggie. I think ultimately they start Reggie Jackson. Mm-hmm. If they start John Wall, then I'd say Reggie Jackson. One of those two, whoever's coming off the bench, I think is gonna be in a conversation to get it. It's either, honestly, if we really just be honest, it's going to Jordan Poole or Tyler Hero, one of the two. Yeah, I think Tyler's in a situation again where he could win it again. Um, but it's also interesting to pay some pay someone, pay your six man $130 million. It's interesting, too. It's an interesting allocation of funds, don't you think? But um, They paid Duncan Robinson a pretty penny, too. That was a mistake uh, that, they, that they greatly regret. Um, they've been trying to trade him ever since. They've been trying to trade him ever since did it. Yeah, so that was a mistake. Um, and maybe the re- maybe the reason what the downfall of that team as we know it, like for real, like the, just the allocation of funds. They've been they've been irresponsible in Miami with the way they spent money. But yeah, I mean the Jordan Poole thing is gonna be fun. I think Jordan Poole can end up starting at some point this season. I'm just saying because Clay don't Clay don't got that bounce in his step. He looks a little slow. You know he he you know that's just me from what I've seen. But again, it's early and he's still a great player and. You won't banish him to the bench because it'll ruin team morale. So it's highly unlikely. But I think Jordan Poole's knocking on the door of that starting lineup at some point um, over there. And I, and and in, but the six man of the year could you go to? Yeah, I think you guys have all named viable candidates. I 
is there's no one that really moves the needle for me that I'm gonna like argue or push back. So yeah, I'll say that I'd say that all these all these uh guesses are fair. Like I don't I don't have anybody that comes to mind where I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, this it's gotta be this person. I don't, I don't not really. Man, there go our NBA award prediction right there. Like we said, we're going to break down the NBA even more. We're gonna do it. The divisions, the you know, looking at Eastern Conference, Western Conference. We're gonna break it down looking at some of our games that we like. Y'all gonna get some other some extra content too. We're gonna go to a couple games this year. Bench mom gonna be there. We're gonna probably go live, get y'all different content with that too, also. But stay ready. You ain't gotta get ready. Bench mob ENT, we out. Peace. Peace.